I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into Attacking Third. This is our immediate coverage of the NWSL Expansion Draft. Jordan Angeli, Lisa Carlin, Saskia Weber, and Jenny Chu here for you. Immediately after all of these picks have been made, uh, Jordan, you were talking up a storm. You have so much to say here. In a good way. Seriously. Plenty to say about the players. Um, if you had to rank them, who do you think came out better of all these two drafts? It's hard because one team picked four players and one team picked two. So I, I'm going to go with Bay FC because they picked four players. They knocked every single line off. The, they got a goalkeeper, a defender, a midfielder, and a forward. I think that's pretty good work for them. But when you're talking about some real quality players, Elise Bennett and Paige Monahan for Utah, that's quality depth that I think – Maybe not just that's depth, not even starters. Depth. That's starters, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I like that. Um, I mean, Utah did a lot of work before the expansion mm -hmm. draft. So they came into this with 12 players already. So they didn't have to make as many changes. They had a starting lineup already. They had goalkeepers. They had forwards. So this was a chance for Utah to get some depth. And instead, Amy Rodriguez and, and the crew at Utah Royals decided, no, we're going to get some starting caliber players in Elise Bennett and Paige Monahan. Um, Bay FC, they, they got players a little bit later than – I thought they were going to. You look at goalkeeper Caitlin Rowland out of North Carolina. I thought she was going to go a little bit earlier. Saskia, I was with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think I think they could wait because Utah couldn't take from North Carolina, so they knew that yeah. they had that card. But again, I think if you step back and look at Bay, I think I think they did great. Yes, Utah only had to grab two players, and they were quality quality players. And like you said, Jordan, they add great depth. But if across the board right now, I'm really excited about Bay. When you look at Roland, Didasco, Ellie Jean, you've got Bailey, you know Anderson. Then you've got you got Camberos up top. You've got like, and you can keep going with mm -hmm. Bodie. It's a it's it's, fun. it's looking it's looking good on paper right now, you know, but again, you got to bring it together. Right. We'll see how that <laughs> happens. Why don't we go ahead and head to Amy Rodriguez, Utah Royals head coach. We're speaking to her now. Amy, welcome in. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Your very first draft, Amy. How did it feel? How did it play out for you? Um, so exciting. I, I could not write this any better. I think my team is coming along so well and we're just so fortunate with the signings we've been able to make it uh, to this point. Um, and yeah, I think today was very successful for us. Amy, we, we've come a long way since back in the day when you and I played together. It's so good to see you taking over as the second coach 
player turned coach in this league. So congratulations, first and foremost. So proud of you. And I think everybody's curious. What is an Amy Rodriguez team going to look like? So give us some insight here. <laughs> well, as you as you can see with the signings, like this is the this is the team we're forming, and it's one that's going to rest upon um, humility and hard work and passion and intensity. Um, very similar to how I was as a player and. This is definitely the start of something great here in Utah, and we can't wait to bring the Royals back in, in, in its second iteration um, because I think we're going to be bigger and better than before. Hey, Coach Rodriguez, it's Saskia Weber. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm just really excited about everything you've put together. You've got the free agencies coming up. Any kind of t insight you want to give us? Any, any secrets of do you have some free agents signed already? Um, what are your plans? And what are your plans internationally as well? I can't give away any secrets tonight. <laughs> Come on, um, Amy. But yes, I know um, lots going on behind the scenes. And you know me, I, I work in the dark usually. So you'll be surprised, but things are definitely in the works right now. Right on. Coach Rodriguez. I mean, guys, I love saying <laughs> Do we get Good to say Coach A-Rod too? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, but Coach, congratulations. Um, when you... We're entering into this expansion draft looking to find players. What were the top two or three qualities that you wanted in players to join your club? Well, I think I mentioned it before in saying I wanted humble and hardworking players. I think in, in tonight's draft, we, we targeted players that had great personalities, could add depth and, and um, a bit of versatility to our roster. I, I wanted to go after experience. Um, and I also wanted players who were going to bring a great culture to the locker room. That is huge for me. Um, and I think we went ahead and did that. Amy, when you're looking at some of these players that you got even before the expansion draft, because it feels like that's where you guys did so much of the work. Michaela Clough, Kate Delfava, mm -hmm. uh, Pogarsh, Real. Within that group, do you already see some true leadership? And when you're starting an expansion club, you need these players to come in and be leaders right away. Where do you feel like that lies within that group? I do think the list goes on with the leadership that we brought into this group. Um, it is so important when you have an expansion team, a brand new team with, with no identity, really. Um, and so we need to create that, and we want it to be one of quality, one with uh, really great personalities and, and hard workers. And like I said, I think we did that. Uh, there, you, you make up a pretty good chunk of players right now with the number of players you have done before the draft and done during this expansion draft. You could field a team right now. However, there's still a lot more to come in this offseason with a college draft and free agency. Um, what areas of the pitch are you looking to add more depth on your roster? Well, I think right now we've built a really good foundation, but there's still much more to come. There's a lot of pieces that we need to include in our next steps. Um, and so my team and I, we're going to go back and, and work really hard in making sure we can find those last little puzzle pieces to add to this. We're so excited to see you as a head coach, Amy, but there, there's going to be coaching staff next to you. Any hints on who those people are going to be that are going to flank you and help you build this, this new Utah Royals squad? Well, I do think that it's a major process to build the team behind the team, and we are in the process of doing that now, and I want to say, be, or stay tuned for some future announcements. Hey, you need a goalkeeper coach? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know a good one. She, yeah, she, knows I, she knows I'm not leaving California. <laughs> Well, Amy, let's throw it out there, Saskia, for you. If you, if you can get her to leave California, like she mentioned there. But, Amy, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on your expansion draft, and we'll continue watching you. Thank you, guys.
All right, we're going to head to a quick commercial and be right back with more on the expansion draft. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back in to Attacking Third. We were just joined by Amy Rodriguez, Utah Royals head coach, and we are now joined by Albertine Montoya, Bay FC head coach. Albertine, welcome in. Hello, can you guys hear me? We can yes. hear you, we can hear you, we can see you. Um, everyone at the desk here is very impressed with your picks thus far. We've all been talking wonders about it. How do you feel about your team so far? Absolutely incredible. It was a wonderful draft for us. I have to give a lot of credit to our team, uh, general manager uh, Lucy and the rest of our coaching staff and our stats team. It was, uh, I mean, it couldn't have gone any better. We were very delighted with it and uh, we found our goalkeeper, midfielder, outside back, two forwards. Uh, we kind of pretty much uh, nailed it. So at least that's how we feel about it. So uh, time will tell. Hey, Coach Saskia Weber here. So speaking of goalkeepers, let's talk about Kaylin Rowland. How excited are you? Do you expect her to have an immediate impact, like vie for that starting spot? She's, you know, a veteran in the league. What are your thoughts here? Absolutely. I mean, watching her videos and uh, watching her play for the last few years, some of the saves she makes is absolutely unbelievable. So when I saw that she was available, it's like that was a no-brainer for us and someone we were really hoping that would still be on the board. So uh, yeah, we're looking, looking forward to working with her and our coaching staff is uh, very excited. <laughs> As you can see with my big smile here, I'm excited. You are so excited, and, and you mentioned. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, we love the excitement. Um, you mentioned how you were able to fill out different parts of your roster. Now that you are so excited about it, um, who, which player that you got really excites you? Well, that's a tough one, though, because we're very happy with the entire uh, group of players that we selected. We've got two forwards that are, I think, have going to be very impactful in this league. We've got uh, a midfielder uh, that I'm familiar with. She played at Stanford University, is, uh, has, has a really high level uh, soccer IQ, and then an outside back that is, uh, has a bright future uh, for us. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to pick. It, they're just uh, different in uh, their own ways, and I think they have a lot that they're going to bring to our team and uh, the NWSL here in the Bay. Albertine, it's Jordan Angeli, and the Bay has always looked good on you, and it still <laughs> looks good on you. Excited to have you in NWSL. And this team you're building, I think we all can have a little bit of an idea of what a team under Albertine Montoya is going to look like. But now your, your coaching staff is announced. You, what should everybody expect out of your team this season? So one of the things that, and Jordan, first of all, hello, it's so good to speak to you, mm -hmm. and uh, thanks for the, all the support. Um, what I will say is I love playing football with the ball. 
right? Uh, there's so many different ways of playing this game. And I just want to make sure our, our players know exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it. We're going to be uh, a technical team, but that understands when to go forward and being a threat when we can. And uh, it's just enjoying the ball, making sure that we have the ball more often than the other teams. Uh, I don't like to defend. I never did as a player, and I don't want my teams to have to defend. But we, we're, we're going to learn. We're going to be very good at defending. But I always say, and uh, if you have the ball and you're in the right uh, places on the field, that uh, it's going to be a little bit easier to get it back uh, but it's uh, you know we're gonna have good patience when needed and we're gonna be able to hit you uh, at pace when uh, when it comes up so it's just a good understanding of when to do things and really controlling the tempo and the rhythm in the game as much as possible coach it's Saskia Weber you might not like to defend so thank God you got a great goalkeeper <laughs> in there but speaking of defenders not in this draft today you picked up Caprice Didasco and how important was that for you guys because you jumped on her immediately even before the expansion draft well, early on, as I said, I love to attack. So I love my outside backs to get forward, whether they're overlapping, underlapping, and she's so good on the ball. Now, I don't like defending, but my <laughs> defenders do. So that was important, right? And my goalkeeper is going to make sure we do that. But with Didasco, I mean, it's just she's a typical, uh, what I would consider uh, um, a Bay FC player because that's really what we're trying to build here. It's uh, we. We're going to enjoy keeping the ball. We're going to go forward at speed when it's on. And uh, Didasco does that completely. I mean, she can defend. She's got that mentality. She's great at 1v1. She's quick. But most importantly, what I'm looking for, she's going to allow us to keep the ball. She's going to play out of the back. And she's going to give us so many options. And she can play on the right side and left side. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, she's a competitor. And that's what we're looking for. Saskia just mentioned a free agent or a player that you could get in free agency in Didasco, but there's a lot of other free agents out there, Albertine. So I want to play this little game where it's called You Give Us Hints at Who the Free Agents Are You Guys Are Going to Sign. So, so, wait, first of all, I, so, you know, I'm a little bit new to this now, so I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but what I will say is it's, you know, the 2.7 salary cap is different here in the Bay Area than it is in some other places, places in the country. So that, that I'm like, true. wait a second, that's not, I'm like, it's, that's not fair. So when it comes around, I mean, there's a lot of players that are interested, mm. but when they see the Bay, Bay Area prices, they're like, huh, all right, let, let, let me rethink this. So, you know, we, we've got options and we're trying to make it work and we're very excited about the free agency out there, but... Uh, uh, you know, we'll have to wait yeah. and see. You passed the test. That was, that was the right answer. <laughs> no answer is a good answer. Thank you so much, Albertine. We really appreciate the time and congratulations. Good to have you back on the sidelines. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's great to be back and I uh, look forward to seeing all of you out there. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, guys, we just talked about head coaches. Who are we feeling better about? Because we walked into this. Jordan, you said Bay FC have, has now had all these different players and all the different lineups. Saskia, where, what are your feelings there? Because you seemed really excited to ask about the goalkeeper and the fact that Caprice Didasco is on well, their back and, line. And this, Jordan knows this very well. I'm a huge Didasco fan, and I am, and I, ha and I have been watching her. Well, you're among good company because yeah. we all are here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just, and I think that... They set, like I said, they set a precedence when they grabbed Didasco so early, even before the expansion drafts, before anything. It made a statement to me saying, we do want attack. We want somebody that'll run the flanks. We want somebody that'll run for 90 minutes. A great 1v1 defender, 
but also can punish you, get do her overlaps, get in good services. And that set a tone for me of what Bay Area was going to be about. I like that you said that, but I think the tone was set before yeah. that. I think okay. Alex Duvera was a true. part of that as well. But when you're talking about what these players can do, they defend very well. Mm -hmm. But number one, I think these players are technically proficient. Alex Ueda is one of the best passers of the ball that you will see. No look passes, distance passes, short passes. So you're adding defenders who love to attack. And that's yeah. exactly what Albertine was saying that you <laughs> yeah, wanted. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it is now time to welcome in Caprice Didasco, which we were just singing her praises. Caprice, <laughs> can you hear us? Hi. We were all talking about what a great player you are and how excited they were that you were the first signing right off the bat in the free agency for Bay FC. I'm sure you heard uh, Saskia talking about you here, did you? I heard her on the draft, but I had it, I have it on TV and it's muted right now, so I did not hear that. <laughs> I think Capri, I think Caprice knows like how I feel. I'm a fangirl of her. When she got signed, I texted her <laughs> and said, "Congratulations!" Talk to us about this move for you out to the Bay Area. How excited are you? You're also closer to home now and everything. Yeah. But what does it mean to you to just be drawn into this new team, Bay Area? Um, and how's the transition going? Yeah, I'm so excited to be a part of BFC. Um, this is going to be my 10th year in the season, which is crazy, but I'm really looking forward to being close to my family on the West Coast. And this has always been a goal for me to be on the West Coast and close to family. And um, it's just so, it means so much that Albertine and Lucy and this club is really um, believes in me and trusts me that to be a part of something that they're trying to build. And um, I'm really looking forward to next season. Caprice, congratulations. You mentioned this is your 10th year in the league, and this is a brand new club that is building from the ground up as a veteran, as a leader. What kind of leadership do you want to bring to this team? Yeah, um, I know it's crazy, 10 years. Uh, <laughs> but I've learned so, like, from so many veterans on the team, and um, I learned from Allie Krieger, Ashton Harris, all of them, and um, Crystal Dunn, and I played with so many great players, and um, I kind of just want to bring what I am confident in and just bring, I connect with a lot of players and I'm kind of a silent leader and um, I'm not going to be out there uh, yelling at people, but I really connect with players. So um, I just want to make sure that as a expansion team, we, the level is really high. Every team's great. So every training counts. And um, I think we just have to make sure that we all have our core values and we uh, just really go out there and train hard every, every day to build something special. That's great advice from all the players that you mentioned there, Caprice. But you did mention that you spoke to Abby Dahlkamper about being an expansion side and what kind of different tactics that takes. What did she say to you about that? Yeah, um, I mean, like being part of expansion draft, it's pretty stressful because you don't know what kind of players you're going to be playing with. And um, I think just finding comfort in the unknown, um, just knowing that you believe in your coaches and the GM that they're building, they're going to get players that kind of bring the same personalities, values, um, and just technical players and they're trying to build something that that they really believe in and a great team and um i'm just she told me that don't worry we didn't have any players till january so i think the team is coming along really well and i recognize some of the players that we uh drafted so i'm really excited to be re reunited with some of them yeah they, both of these uh saskia and jenny talk about players within the league but caprice you also have somebody who is maybe one of the best defenders ever to play for the u.s women's national team and danielle slayton to maybe ask a few tips about as she <laughs> is there in the bay this is a, a new team you're on a new adventure what's your hopes as what this team is going to look like now you see some of your teammates teammates and dorian bailey emily Mengez, tess Bodie, sierra engie 
how do you hope that everything plays out when you guys hit the pitch next year? Yeah, I just always want to be a part of the team that works hard for each other. Um, I always tell other people that it doesn't matter about these big superstars. It's about camaraderie on the team and working together. And if you guys are all on the same page and we work together, uh, we can really get the results we need. And we know how close this league is, so every game counts. And um, I'm just really excited to play under Albertine. And I know his playing style, very possession-oriented, uh, attacking-minded. And um and he's going to hopefully let me get up and down the field and attack a lot. So <laughs> I'm excited about that, um, even though I'm a defender. But I think just the hopefully everyone loves the style of play that we're going to put out there. And um, we'll just we'll have to we have high standards that we want to keep. So we're really excited to start get started. Well, Caprice, we have some good news for you because we just spoke to Albertine Montoya <laughs> and he mentioned how he likes how you get up the field to attack. Uh, and that's what he oh, wants in his great. outside defenders. So, hey, you've got that in your back pocket for sure. Yeah, and Caprice, you mentioned that you mentioned learning from veterans. Ten years in the league, guess what? You're a veteran. So <laughs> you're now officially a veteran on a team. <laughs> People are coming scary. to you now. Young girls, the teenage girls are gonna be looking up to me. That's, That's right. Awesome. Can't believe that. Caprice, you mentioned the teams that you've been on, but you've also been through some ups and downs within your career personally, overcome some really big obstacles. I think you're going to be a leader on this team. When you think about Caprice Didasco as a leader, how do you th what do you think that means in this team in particular? I mean, that's really big shoes to fill. Um, I think I'm capable of it. I just always thought of myself as just like a, a silent leader. But I think being a part of an expansion team with uh, everything starting from the ground, I think that I need to kind of step up my role and be more vocal and um, be not only on the field, but off the field, sharing with young players uh, that I'm going to be playing with, just my experience and what works and what doesn't work. And um, I think just really connecting with uh, everyone off the field, I think that really helps um, and translates to on the, uh, on the field. So um, I'm really looking forward to meeting my teammates next month and getting started. Caprice, thank you so much. The way that you're talking about leading, I would be led by you anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All of us here at the desk would love to be led by you. Um, but thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for having me, guys. All Bye. right, we have another quick break, and we'll be back talking about the expansion draft and potentially free agency coming up. Stay with us. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
We appreciate you guys staying with us here on Attacking Third. So we brought you a treat. There is another person on the desk today, NWSL Commissioner Jessica Berman. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. We had such an impactful 2023. I mean, so many people were watching it. There were so many tweets about it. It was just incredible the way that the final played out as well. And now the impact that we've seen, the momentum that we've seen in football, in women's soccer in this country. Talk to me about that. We're so excited. We leading up to the championship, announced our four new media deals. So we'll be with CBS again for the Ooh. next four years. Yay. And we're so excited to have CBS as a partner and to bring into the fold Amazon, ESPN, and Scripps, and to have the ability for our fans to be able to watch our games in the places and spaces where sports are watched by sports fans. And so we really feel like this is going to be the transition moment for this league. One of the things we talk about is growth within the league, and it's not just new teams as we saw today, but also spots for players or spots for players after they play. We're seeing not just our second ever player turned coach in Amy Rodriguez, but our third in Bev Yenas at uh, Racing Louisville. This is, is this a push from NWSL to allow these players to find their path as coaches beyond their time in, on the field? One of the investments we're making at the league is really in supporting the players, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. And so this actually starts not just when they leave the game, but when they're actually in the game and giving them opportunities to shadow and learn from people who work in other industries. We just actually wrapped up with one of our partners nationwide. We sent a whole bunch of players to spend a whole week there at their headquarters, learning about all the different departments and things that you could do after you play. And we're doing it with coaching as well by supporting their coaching licenses in partnership with the Player Association. So we really want to be able to foster all of the transitions that players will feel comfortable with as they retire from the game. And to the extent they want to stay part of the NWSL, we want to give them every opportunity yeah. to do that. That's great. The growth is happening across the league, behind the scenes, as you mentioned, with the player development post-game. But there's 14 teams. That's why we're all sitting here today. <laughs> we just had an expansion draft that welcomed in new players to new areas of the country where these new teams are growing. What does that mean for the league to have – 14 teams now in it and in two new areas of the country. Well, we know that the footprint of the league is what helps us to grow nationally. And so compared to the other leagues, we're still so small and there's so much opportunity for growth. And we're actually starting our next expansion process. There's not a lot of room for the victory lap or time to reflect or pause on all of our successes. We're like ready to go. And we actually kicked off that process at championship. And we have over a dozen groups that we're actively speaking with and talking to in a whole bunch of different markets across the U.S. And the interest has never been higher, I think, because of the way the last season has really reset the value of women's sports and in particular the NWSL. And we're really excited to continue to prove the value of the NWSL. Is it, is it an outlook where like every year we're going to be adding to it's, it's very exciting for me. <laughs> I'm like this. It is because like next year, will we look to add teams and just is the sky the limit? Is there going to be like, I don't know, like where can you go with it? Yeah, I think we have to do a lot of things at the same time. Right. We have to continue to level up and create a standard of excellence across the league with our current teams, which we've demonstrated this year, which is so exciting by setting attendance records in right. almost every single market this year. But then also supporting and inviting new teams into the league. And so we are going to be inviting two new teams into the league in 2026. Of course, we have to 
first usher in Utah and the Bay. So <laughs> I know, don't, I'm getting ahead don't of want myself. to get too far ahead of ourselves. But we know Boston is going to be coming into the league in 2026, right. and we will be adding a to-be-determined team, and we're Ooh. super excited see, about that. See, I was that. trying to get it out of I know, you. I know. I was hoping you'd slip. I have my filter I thought, on. I thought, I thought she might. I thought she might, too. I thought I knew. <laughs> the truth, it's always good when the truth is that I don't actually know because we actually are running a real process, and we're learning from all of the interested groups, and we're going to make the best decision for the league. Yeah. I was I looking know. on her her blazer here. Maybe there was a hint. At the yeah. championship, she had all the team's mm-hmm. logos on it, and so I was like, is there an expansion team? Oh, that would have <laughs> been, been cool. This is a beautiful jacket. Um, can Where did this come from? Did you design this? Did you make this? Well, actually, I'll, I'll take the thread off of <laughs> the Boston conversation because, really, it was Jennifer Epstein, who is the lead owner for the Boston expansion team, and at the press conference in Boston, she had this really cool blazer on and it was clearly custom made and um, it had the Boston logo and it had all these really cool forms of art all over and I said where did you get that I want one but I want it to be bespoke for the NWSL with all the teams and she said well I'll connect you with this incredible artist who's my neighbor and his name is Miles Perry and hopefully he's watching um, <laughs> he uh, he has a brand called the or- an original work of art I believe it is and I had him make three different blazers for me and the one I wore at championship had yeah. all mm-hmm. of the teams on it and this one I thought was appropriate since we were doing expansion draft to just do my plain NWSL one yeah. for tonight, but I, like um, I love it. You're going to have to wear the other one to both the Bay and Utah when you go watch them play their first game, yes, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, we're going to be contacting him for some blazers. Maybe we can get some matching ones here on set. We love um, good fashion. We do. Yeah. Jessica Berman, thank you so much for joining us here. We really appreciate the time, and today was so much fun. Yeah, it was. Thank you so much. All right, we have a quick break coming up again, and when we come back, like I mentioned, we might be talking free agency. Don't go anywhere. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back into Attacking Third. Thank you for staying here with us. Uh, we have a couple more interviews coming from the Utah Royals. Michelle Vasconcelos and Michaela Clough join us now. Welcome, ladies. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, tell me how excited you guys are. Oh, there, you're behind me. <laughs> how excited you guys are to be part of the Royals. You guys are going back home. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both... Very, very excited. It's it's an exciting time. It's a dream come true for sure. Um, I mean, I've said this before, but I tried to come home in 2020, and then they sold the team. So, officially, <laughs> the second time feels really good. And you guys are a part of the building of a brand new squad. And I, when I saw both of you guys not only going home, but Michaela and Michelle to add the depth of knowledge that you guys have now of NWSL, it's a real boost. I'm going to start with you, Michaela. How do you feel like what you learned in Orlando under Seb Hines is a nice starting block for your experience in NWSL that you can bring here to Utah? 
Yeah, I think my first two years in Orlando were so good for so many reasons, and it's just really crucial to kind of get those building blocks, like you said, and experience in the league. And now I feel much more comfortable and, and feel like I have some confidence, and now I'm ready to uh, bring it home and, and bring it to the Royals. Yeah, you should have some confidence because you played a number of different <laughs> positions and played them all very well as well. Uh, Michelle, you have more experience in this league. You've lived a, a large life within NWSL. You talked about the pride of coming home. How can you bring all those experiences of various teams and kind of knit them together to create what you want here at home in Utah? Um, I mean, like you said, I have been around the league a little bit, and I think with each team comes a different experience, different growing. Um, so I, I am excited to bring everything I've learned, and then especially coming from Portland, you know, I was able to win a championship there, and so bringing that mentality back and right from the get-go, having that be our goal um, is definitely something I want to bring to the Royals. And Michaela, talk about what it's like to come back and play for Coach Rodriguez. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Everything that I've known about Amy my whole life, you know, watching her play when I was younger and, and just knowing the type of player that she was and coach she'll be, um, I couldn't be more excited. Well, Michelle, you played with Amy Rodriguez as well, and now you're going to be playing for her. What is that dynamic going to be like and what kind of teammate is she that now coach she'll be like? Yeah, I mean, she was the type of teammate. She wouldn't ask you to do anything that she wasn't willing to do. She, You know, she was our captain uh, in Kansas City, also a fellow mother. Um, so I got to know her on a different level, which was really cool. Um, I'm excited to now see her as a coach. I can already tell the intensity that she brought as a player <laughs> is um, in her, her coaching and her just going after players. So that's been exciting to watch. Uh, Michaela and Michelle, both of you had the opportunity to – know that you're already on this roster ahead of this expansion draft. So I want to know what it was like from you as players to kind of sit back and watch this expansion draft unfold, Michelle. Yeah, I mean, I felt very relaxed just because I'm already here, but it's, a, it's an anxious time, you know. I think um, anytime you have a draft, um, you just don't know what's going to happen. I'm really excited with the players that we were able to get from this draft. Um, it's always exciting bringing new new players and then to see the caliber that we got. Um, it's exciting, and I'm looking forward to the January draft as well. This team has Elise Bennett, Paige Monahan, Hannah Bedfort, Amani Dorsey, Michelle Vasconcelos, Michaela Clough. Easy to say you guys are going to score a few goals this year? Yes. We better. <laughs> I mean, that is a lot of good talent. It feels like this is the exact group that you want under the tutelage of Amy Rodriguez, who is one of the best to ever do it in in the American soccer. Is that how you guys feel? For sure. I think that we have a great attacking group so far, like you said, and, and I think that we have the, the best coach to lead us to uh, play with that same mentality. Yeah, it's been really cool to see Amy filling in the pieces. You know, she's looking for specific people for those positions, and it's been awesome to see her going after people with a purpose. Uh, well, Michelle, as a free agent that did sign with Utah, knowing that you have talked to Coach Rodriguez about this and what you want this team to look like, what would you say to other free agents to try to get them to come to Utah right now? 
I mean, I already, just seeing the facilities was, sold me enough. Um, I am from here, so I know I'm a little biased, but seeing what they're building, um, the facilities, the coaching staff, uh, everything that we have here, they really are going to take care of us. So, like, come on over. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're excited. Uh, Michelle, that's from a facility standpoint, but Michaela, I saw an interview you did when you were with the Pride where you talked about missing Utah, um, the fishing, the hiking, and all of the outdoorsy stuff you can do there. How happy are you to be back in that? Yeah, I mean, like Michelle said, when I had the opportunity to come back home, it was just something that I couldn't pass up. And um, the second I got here, I was back in the mountains just doing, taking advantage of everything that Utah has to offer and some of the biggest reasons why I love it. And I mean, I just, I couldn't be more excited to be back here with, with all those things surrounding me. Yeah, it really is like a hidden gem here. When I come back, I remember how much I miss the mountains. Oh, you guys are glowing talking about Utah. We're going to have to take a visit. <laughs> yeah, they're also going to have, they're, I know why they're smiling. I'm from Colorado, so they know they're going to have altitude advantage over everybody in the league. And that too. See? Yeah. Yep, I know. Smart ladies. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. Good luck. We're happy that you guys are going back home. Thank you. Thank guys. you, guys. Awesome. Well, let's take another quick break because we have so many people to talk to on the show. We've had so many guests on. Uh, we'll be right back with more and maybe that free agency I've been promising. <laughs> <laughs> Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. Time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back into Attacking Third. We have had so many interviews, but now let's go ahead and overview the draft picks that have taken place tonight in the expansion draft. This is a look at the Bay FC drafts. I'm going to send it over to Jordan, who can break down all of the moves that they made here along every line. Yeah, and I think that's most important. Milan Tano will be an outside back. Bodie will be in the midfield line. Hill and Hill will be up front. Sierra Engia, six for them. And then Caitlin Rowland. I think it was really important that Bay got players that came in with only seven players on their roster. Now they add another five. They're in a good spot ending 2023 expansion or 2024 expansion draft like that. Lisa, now we move on to Utah, who only had two picks tonight, but they came in a little bit more prepared for this one. Exactly, they did. When, when Utah started this draft, um, they didn't need that many. Now they have 14 players on their roster. The additions of Elise Bennett in the front line and Paige Monahan as well. Monahan really a utility player in a sense because throughout her career in the NWSL, we've seen Monahan play um, anywhere on the flanks of the field, whether that's an outside back, a wing back position, or higher up in the front line. So she provides that versatility 
versatility plus experience. Because she has bounced around the league a little bit, been with a number of different clubs, she understands different formations and different tendencies under different coaches. So she brings that versatility and um, I think starting caliber player to this side for Utah for sure. So and I think we're seeing both teams take shape, basically, is what we're seeing with this expansion draft. Now going into the college draft and going into the free agents, we're going we're gonna to kind of see it close, close full circle. But we can really see how Utah is taking shape and definitely how Bay's taking shape. When we talk about Utah and how they're taking shape here, I, we're seeing the couple of forwards that they picked today, a lot of midfielders and other forwards. Would you say that they're missing, when we go into this draft and the free agency, the back line, yes. the goalkeeper <clears throat> aspect that you mentioned being so important and potentially where you build your team? Well, I think Utah does. They are good with Hot and Nelson in the back. However, I think they need a third because I, I feel that although Hot playing well this year and obviously winning the championship with Gotham, she's still untested for a full season. She's and, also missing the first game of the Right, year. and she's missing because yeah. she has the red card. The red card. But, I mean, that's not as big of a deal as she, to me that she, she has to go through full season and she is untested. So you do, I think, have to bring in another goalkeeper that can really challenge for that spot with her. I think um, Nelson is there, but she doesn't have the games under her belt. And so that is that is kind of a hole there. They will have to bring somebody else in. I, I don't see a six in this lineup. Mm -hmm. I don't <laughs> see another center back in this lineup. And if you're going to have the number, you have eight or nine attacking-minded midfielder yep. forwards, if you're going to have those types of players on your team, I am excited about this. Let's go score as many goals as we can. But you're going to have to have some stability. So mm -hmm. they need to get a six. They need to get a couple more center backs. I would say two sixes and, and, and a, a couple yeah. more center backs because that's where the holes are in this team. And it's those are big spots to fill when you're talking about stability of a group. And and you also don't want first year players in those positions either necessarily. So although when you look at Utah, they have nine college draft picks. That is the most of any team in the NWSL. But they shouldn't necessarily be going after center backs and sixes in the college draft to start when you're looking to build an expansion side. You need some veterans in those positions or at least players that have established themselves and understand the NWSL a little bit more. No, 100%. And you don't, especially with a young goalkeeper, and I'm going to be uh, with a young goalkeeper, you're not sure that's how much of a leader she needs to step up. And if you have young first year, second year players in front of her in positions that are reserved normally for veterans and more stable players, that's a tall order. That's a tall task for a goalkeeper to have to manage all of it. Right. And I'm not saying she can't, but I agree with you 100%. You have to bring in some veterans. Well, when we talk about the Bay FC aspect, you mentioned to Albertine, we all know what to expect from an Albertine Montoya team. What do you mean by that, Jordan? I think he said it. He said, I want the ball and I want to play forward. I don't want to defend. I didn't like defending. I don't want my team to defend. So it means to me, if you don't like to defend, you're going to keep the ball as much as possible. And that's why right away I thought that Tess Bodie was going to be the perfect player to bring into this group. And they picked her high to bring her in as a true ball-playing midfielder. She can play on the front line, though, too. I, I think Engie gives you that experience. When you're starting to look at the, the pieces, Loera, Bailey, Bodie, Anderson even, I, I don't know if they're going to play in a four-back with a, a diamond midfield, a box midfield. I, I, who knows how this team is actually going to set up? 
But when you're looking at the footballers in this team, there's some really intelligent players. And that's how he wants his roster to, to be built because intelligent players want to keep the ball as well and they want to play with it and, and use their creativity to unlock opposition. And that's who you have right now with this roster. I think it this tone was set with Alex Sueda being the first ever player signed with this team. And to then build a roster out around her, which they did during this expansion draft, picking up a couple other players. I think Rachel Hill as well brings a lot of depth into this front line for Bay FC. And to continue to do that, I mean, it's starting to take shape, as you Mm -hmm. mentioned, Saskia. These rosters are Are starting starting to to look like teams on the pitch that we can envision. And I want you to know that not playing defense is a reason I don't play weekend pickup because people don't play defense. Hey, anymore. when you're a World Cup champion, you do whatever you want, girl. You do whatever they, you want. They are definitely starting to take shape, absolutely. And I think we are seeing that with Ellie Jean on the outside and, pa- and Didasco on the outside that you are they are going to go for. They are going to run those flanks. But you do have to have people that are going to drop in balance and get back. And like I said, run 120 yards because I'm going to be the keeper back there yelling at you to do it. <laughs> Can we get to Jenny's favorite part of the show yes <laughs> i do want to get to free agency but first i just wanted to show you guys if i may yeah, yeah, yeah. jordan has already made lineups for every team i don't know if the camera can zoom in on this she made lineups for both teams can, can you oh, there go. yep just so you guys are aware she knows how each team is coming out already and they haven't even seen the field yeah. yet <laughs> what i don't have written in there is the potential free agents that <laughs> i am looking yes, for yes, well, i have my so, lineups too except i don't i don't right. have the neat little <clears throat> tablet we have um you know free agency was something that not everyone was was happy about well that's not what I'm not happy about. <laughs> Expansion draft, not everyone's yeah. happy about that. But free agency, yes. Um, these are the free agents that have been signed so far. We mentioned Caprice Idasco. We spoke to her earlier as well. Michelle Vasconcelos as well. Um, all of these players finding their homes via free agent. But there are some that are missing places. Some big ones that have not signed yet. Crystal Dunn, Rose Lavelle, Tierna Davidson. Um, what sticks out to you guys on this roster that maybe you'd want to see someone somewhere specifically, Jordan? I'm going to go with Tierna Davidson. I want Tierna Davidson to sign with the Bay FC. Yeah, I think that she would be a really good pickup for them. The experience she has next to Emily Menges can be a ball-playing center back. She is probably well-known by everybody around there, having gone to school in the Bay. And the experience that she's had, even going through some of the adversities she's had in the last couple of years, coming back from a knee injury, not making the World Cup. This is a player who's been in Chicago for her career, and I think it would be a nice switch up to see Tierna Davidson start afresh with a brand new team because this is a leader, and it would give her opportunity to really lead from the foundation of this group. I completely agree. I like Tierna Davidson um, with Bay FC. I also, uh, Emily Fox is a free agent. And this is a player that has bounced around. She spent time with Racing Louisville. She found success with North Carolina Courage. And she's made her way onto the U.S. Women's National Mm -hmm. Team. She can play on both sides, left, right. She can switch mid-game and she doesn't drop a beat. That's an interesting player that these teams should look at because of the depth that she brings in one of those outside back positions with a lot of minutes played in the NWSL. Mm -hmm. She also wants to keep the ball. So I I think that could be a good fit at Bay FC. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of free agents. There's a lot. And that's why they didn't sign. Tomorrow, December 16th, uh, we might get some new I think we're going to wake up and everything's (laughs) going to be blowing up like it did the other day. I think think probably worst kept – I think we'll see Dunn in New York at Gotham. 
um, which I think with Krieger leaving um, and Jean gone, I think that's a good fit for her. And I think I do think that's probably where Dunn might want to be and um, in her career at this point. I think we're going to see a lot of people stay. Also, like, I yeah, don't yeah, think you're yeah. going to see Sarah Gordon go anywhere. I don't think you're going to see Savannah McCaskill go anywhere. I think you're going to see a lot of free agents just resign. Can I say one person, though, from yes. that Angel City team that or, or, or a duality there? Angel City, you mentioned those players that are probably going to stay. Mm -hmm. Danny Weatherholt and Madison Hammond are both free agents. They play in very a very similar situation. If I was one of those players, I would say, all right, what do you guys have for me? Am I going to start every single game if I go to Utah? Who needs a six? That's true. Let's go to Utah. That's I, a great I think Madison Hammond had one of the best come-up seasons that mm -hmm. we've seen in a long time. She did a really good job. So is it going to be Madison Hammond or Danny Weatherhall? I think that there are two free agents in one team who could spread it out a little bit. That's such a great point. But Saskia, you mentioned something there about losing Allie Krieger. And that kind of ticked something for me. It, not so much Crystal Dunn replacing her at Gotham, but maybe Tierna Davidson. Well, and I Davidson that's is, that's a possibility too, that Davidson and Dunn both go to, yeah. to Gotham, which I think we possibly will see. But I think with a leader like a Krieger, those are the two players that I would look at if right. I was Gotham yeah. as well. And you talk about players staying. I think Rose Lavelle is probably one of those players that will yeah. stay. You mentioned Emily Fox potentially, you know, I, being somewhere that can go. Does anybody go for Mallory Swanson? Yeah. There's I would that. go for Mallory Swanson. That's difficult because of her I don't think I would situation there. I would say, come and play for my team, Mallory Swanson. I mean, the offer would be there, but I think Swanson's, I can't speak for her, the type of person that would turn down because you have the option, yeah. would turn yeah. down the bigger offer yeah. to stay. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's, and that's so, the beauty of the free you know, agency, Unless right? you're the Dodgers and offering me $700 million <laughs> so I can fly home on my private jet every weekend, I think you're going to see something like that happen. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> good point. I like it, Sask. Yeah. 100%. Is there anything I'm missing here, free agency-wise, that we have to get on this show before it ends? <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of goalkeepers um, in the free agency window. I love, Sask, yeah. uh, and free agency is awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm yes, really great. excited for these players to get to choose where they want to go and let the games begin. I'm surprised Ooh. no one jumped on me when I misspoke and I said that no one liked free. I was like, we're just kidding. Expansion <laughs> draft. Um, all right, guys, we've had such a long day here with the draft happening and then this coverage on Attacking Third. Thank you guys so much for joining us. From everyone here at the desk and everyone in the back room as well, thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys again next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.